Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Oliver Kemp. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Friday the 21st of August. First today and landlords will not be able to evict renters from their homes for another month. The eviction ban came into force in March as the coronavirus pandemic struck, protecting people from ending up homeless in the event of not being able to pay their rent. The ban was due to be lifted on Sunday, but the government has just announced an extension to protect renters for longer. The U-turn came after pressure from councils and charities across the country, who warned almost half a million vulnerable families could be at risk of losing their homes. Leader of Seven Oaks Council Peter Fleming, who's from the District Council's network, thinks the change is a good idea but reckons there are wider issues to resolve. That doesn't mean that the serious work of finding a solution uh, shouldn't happen as well. And actually, any pause uh, in this should see the government working with councils and landlords to find a long-term sustainable solution. Kent Online News. Elsewhere today, Kent's first environmental boss has been telling KMFM the county could become green by 2050, despite plans for major infrastructure developments. Concerns have been raised about the climate impact of reopening Manston Airport as a cargo hub and more lorry parks being set up for custom checks after Brexit. Susan Carey is cabinet member for the environment at the county council. It is something that we must make greener, but we're not going to turn our back on growth. What we want is good growth and um, we can offset, we can mitigate, we can adapt. And I'm sure people want to have both the good things in life and, and also part of that is having a nice environment. But it's not about stopping the economy, it's not about stopping projects that are going ahead. And Manston Airport is not a decision for Kent County Council. It's something that we will uh, we will live with, whichever way that develops. And we will do our best to make Kent a better place for people to live. She also says with the huge hit on the economy because of coronavirus, stopping projects that are set to go ahead would not be the solution. And non-league football fans in Kent will be able to go and watch their team play this weekend for the first time in months. The government's updated its coronavirus guidance, allowing clubs in the seventh tier and below to welcome supporters back to their stadiums at 15% capacity. Folkestone Invicta chairman Paul Morgan says it's a financial lifeline. Getting the fans back is a major plus for every football club in non-league. Everyone's struggling, everyone's in the same boat. Um, we need the fans to survive, um, end off, you know, say... Even if there was 50 fans, 50 fans is better than no fans. You know, the players still have to be paid. Like I say, the ground staff has to be paid. The fans are very, very important. And with them all having a date now when we can get back to the grounds, um, everyone's over the moon. Now we can start pushing on for ticket sales and season ticket sales and, and sponsorships. The leader of Medway Labour Group, Vince Maple, is a supporter of Chatham Town. I'm sad that the first potential game looks like it would be an away game down in Brighton. Uh, in the extra preliminary round, and I've said to other people on social media, I think we're only um, 11 games away from Wembley. It's worth recognising that actually teams like Chatham Town, you know, during the lockdown, they won a national award recognising how much of a community role that they play. And I'm really proud to have them in my ward. So I'm really confident that they'll look closely at this guidance and they'll ensure that it's followed to the letter. Ashford United manager Tommy Warrillow says it'll give them a big financial boost. It's unbelievable news for the club. We're acting on it straight away. Hopefully Saturday at Hunter Bowes and Pitsy we'll get our first few supporters coming in. We rely on our gates. I know it helps the, the pro clubs, but 
uh, non-league clubs, it does go towards actual budgets um, as well as a sponsorship. So um, it was vital we got them back paying. And, I, and I'm glad common sense has prevailed because, you know, they can social distance. If we've got our average gate every week at our ground, they can social distance. We've never had a full house and the capacity is over 3,000. Strict social distancing rules will be in force for supporters. Some other top stories briefly now, and a body has been discovered in a search for a missing man in a harbour. The search helicopter from Lyd and the Coast Guard scoured Dover Harbour yesterday afternoon after reports a man had been seen jumping into the water. The man is said to be in his 20s and has not yet been named. A busy restaurant has closed for a deep clean after one of its customers tested positive for COVID-19. The Ship Hotel in New Romney announced the news in a statement. The hotel and restaurant is still expected to open today following an extensive deep clean. And at kentonline.co.uk, we've compiled a list of the quirkiest cafes in the county for you to fill your cup in. From board game coffee shops and cat cafes to vintage bus diners and mad hatter tea parties, there is truly something for everyone. That's it for the week, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.